What You Talking About Willis, that segment comes to about baseball, specifically Ole Miss baseball and Major League Baseball, and how I am handling both. It's honestly a segment about me, um, but I think it's kind of an interesting segment, and I just wanted to share that with you. Today's show is brought to you, though, by FanDuel. It's the midway point of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That is bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Then you can bet on everything from the money line, point scores, threes drain, just absolutely fantastic. Now, we do realize in Mississippi you have to go into a brick-and-mortar casino and can't use FanDuel. I know that. I understand that. But if you are visiting Memphis, if you are visiting Nashville, if you are visiting New Orleans, this option is available to you. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a bigger chance at payout with same-game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash on. That's FanDuel.com slash on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications. Participate down below in the comments section. And, of course, upvote the video itself. So, in this week's What You Talking About Willis segment, we are talking about the role of baseball to the sports fan, and specifically the Ole Miss fan, and how I'm handling it this season. You can see the hat behind me. My Detroit Tigers hat is back there. And I'll tell you how I got there. Because I had a unique situation to where baseball lost me in 1994. Completely. I completely went cold turkey, went away, and it was gone for 30 years. But I had the opportunity to do something that not many people get to do. And that is a late in light sports fandom to where you can absolutely pick what you want and how you want to handle it and what you want to enjoy. And I'll tell you exactly how I got there. But what started this whole thing was, honestly, when I start, first started talking about Ole Miss back in 2020, I think it was. Man, it's been three years already. I started paying attention to Ole Miss baseball. And Ole Miss baseball that season, their season got cut short. They were knocking the cover off the ball. The season got canceled. That team had a chance to go really, really far, just period. But whenever you you were doing that, I was like, okay, that that's something to keep an eye on. And it was kind of fun, the energy that they played with. And I like some of the players and – you know, it kind of reminded you when you was a kid. Because I, when I was a kid, baseball was my number one sport, period. It wasn't a football thing. It was, it was a baseball thing. And I watched Major League Baseball nearly every day. Just whenever you came home from school, WGN was on. You had TBS broadcasting games. There was always a baseball game for you to watch. So thanks to ESPN Plus and everything's going on, you know, that kind of – forced me to do it again and sucked me back in watching these Ole Miss games and kind of getting reacquainted with baseball. 
you tried to watch a couple of Major League Baseball games, but it didn't quite hit the same. It, it just didn't. It wasn't the baseball that I remembered from 1993. Sure, everybody hits home runs, but there could also be 200 strikeouts in a season, and that just wasn't my cup of tea. Then I decided, you know what? I'm going to go to spring training. And the game we chose to go to was the Detroit Tigers and the Baltimore Orioles. And I wanted to see what the new rules were and how they would be implemented and how that changed and all of this stuff going on, how quick and how fast-paced of a game it is. Is there so much time-wasting that became almost a gamesmanship before then? Whenever Texas A&M Texas was playing four-hour baseball games, how do we prevent that? Because that was unwatchable. And... I sat there and watched it, and it was fun. It was fast. The pitch clock is amazing. Two and a half hours, in and out, nine innings of baseball. Whenever there's just a sloppy, messed up game in a similar way that the Detroit Dork Tigers and the Atlanta Braves were, it was like 310 when it was just a mess of a game. The pitch clock never needs to go away. I am a huge fan of that. I'm a huge fan of the bases. I'm a huge fan of the shift, the positioning, everything that is going on. The fact that the running game is returning to the major leagues. I'm excited about that. So it sucked me in. So I was like, okay, Steve, you're probably going to watch baseball this year. You're going to go all in. You know, do it. You're, you're at home every day. You know, enjoy it. Watch it. Have fun. But who is going to be your team? And the first thing I thought of was – should the team I select be a team that I followed before the strike lost me? And that's 30 years ago. I've cut cold turkey. There's no emotional ties left. So I decided a new team would be more fun. So the Cubs and the White Sox, they were out. Then I decided, you know, I don't want to glory hunt. I do not want to be that fan. Whenever all these people came on board the Saints bandwagon after they won the Super Bowl, that drove me absolutely crazy. So I did not want a glory hunt. So no Houston Astros, no Philadelphia Phillies, no L.A. Dodgers, no Houston Astros, no Atlanta Braves, New York, New York Yankees. Those teams, they're out. And then I thought, you know, the Pacific time and the mountain time zone, those they're out as well because – I'm on the East Coast. Watching a West Coast game is, at best, problematic. So they're out as well. And spring training had to be in Florida. So after it all goes down, you're like, you had Toronto, you had Baltimore, you had Minnesota, you had Pittsburgh, you had Detroit. Those were the five teams that were, we'll say, finalists. Now, I irrationally do not like Toronto, the Toronto Blue Jays, and that goes back years that that is nothing new so they were out the Orioles and Nationals they were out because I lived in that area and they didn't really grab me then so they're gone Pittsburgh Pirates even though I respect how they got their name eh, I just can't be a Pirates fan and it came down honestly to the Minnesota Twins and the Detroit Tigers and most people will say, hey, does this team have a chance to be better than this team? But wins and losses didn't really affect me. So you watch the Detroit Tigers, and they have potentially the best uniforms in baseball, period. They haven't changed them in 100 years. They're fantastic, especially their home whites. 
They won 66 games last year, which I'm all about. I grew up watching the Saints in the 80s. I can handle this. I was an Ole Miss fan in the 80s. I can handle this. So I started watching on the extra innings package all the spring training games of the Tigers, and I'm sitting here watching. I'm watching Locked On Tigers um, on YouTube and listening to it on podcast to get, in, get informed, and I'm going completely all in on this. And it's fun. It's genuinely fun to me. I'm, I'm, having a, I'm having an absolute blast following this because it's so new. I get to come into this fresh, and I remember just how much of a gift it would be if you got to follow a sport and come in completely fresh. And because I was separated for so long from Major League Baseball, it allowed me to really set these parameters and set it up in a way that I could be most happy. And it's not just a location thing where if I'm in Flint, Michigan, I'm a Tigers fan. Or if I'm in, you know, Auburn, Alabama, I'm a Braves fan. Or, you know, Kansas City, Missouri, I'm a Kansas City fan. It's not location-based necessarily. But it's just, <clears throat> it's just going to help. It's just going to be fantastic. And I'm really excited about this moving forward. Anyway, thanks for letting me get on my soapbox. And thanks again for making the Lockdown Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. It's got everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, you get to hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join our subtext community. Um, we're going to try and grow that out over the coming year, at least before football season, to where it's a fine-tuned machine, to where our small group is hyper-informed of what's going on on almost football. So that should be really great. So we talked about Jeremy Scott and his commitment today, how quickly the turnaround will happen, and, of course, our What You Talking About Willis segment. So thank you very much. Tune in tomorrow for more from Locked On Ole Miss. See you later.